Hey y'all, and welcome to Your Mom the Podcast. I'm Bryson Kendall. And I'm Lady Ovenshay. And today, we're going to be talking about our favorite subject, the Dear Evan Hansen movie. Um, this is going to be a wild ride, so uh, buckle your chin straps and enjoy. Alright guys, welcome to our third podcast ever. We are actually going to start something new this week. Um, two things that are new. So we're going to have these little segments that we do all the time. Um, we're going to at least try to do all the time, remember it. Um, but we are going to be doing something where we share our favorite thing of the week. Um, I think we should call it like, these are a few of my favorite things, like something that sounded music-esque. I'm not sure. We'll come up with a name. Anyway, but it's where we share like our favorite song or favorite TV show or something of the week. And we're also going to do a good week, bad week, where we like say the best part of the week and our not so best part of the week. All right, so I'll start. Um, my favorite thing of the week, I went to a concert on Wednesday and um, I saw this girl, her name's Annika Bennett, and um, she opened up for them. Turns out I had saved her song on Spotify a couple years ago, did not put it together until afterwards, but she sang a newer song at the concert called um, Sober Up. And it's not a cover of AJR, but it's called Sober Up. It's by Annika Bennett. Check it out. Literally every time I get in the car, I just play it on repeat the entire time. Even if my drive is like three minutes, I'm listening to it the entire time. So go listen to Sober Up by Annika Bennett. Um, and she's also a really nice human being in general, too. So good reason to support her. What about you, Bryson? Hmm. Well, I mean, I ha- it's not like this week, so I'm, I'll probably save it for... Okay another podcast where we can just like talk where we'll go more into depth about the week that I had yeah. when well, that happened what's your favorite thing my favorite thing yeah that's what we're doing first just like, like my favorite thing okay like, like this week like what's your favorite thing this week my favorite thing I'll probably also do like a musical thing my favorite thing um Remy Wolf came out with a new album Juno um she just dropped it um yesterday yesterday um as of Today, which is the 16th so October 15th and it is absolute fire <laughs> it's so it's so good it makes me feel things it makes me want to party um, so yeah that that's my favorite thing of this week nice okay now you get to start with good week bad week okay my good thing about this week is getting um like involved in theater finally like at my school like rehearsals have finally started up um and so i am getting involved now and it's really fun and i'm not bored all the time anymore because i have stuff to do even though it gets crazy um so yeah that's my good thing and kind of just piggying, piggybacking off of that, my bad thing is that I'm really up late. I'm always up late now. Mm. Um, especially Wednesdays, I have two rehearsals back to back, spanning from 7 to 11, um, so that I'm like, I don't get home until like 11.30, then I have to do stuff, so, you know, it's whatever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's me. What about you? Oh gosh, I haven't really thought about. Oh, I should have thought. I should have been thinking about it while you were talking. Um, 
My good week is that I am so close to vacation. <laughs> so I think that's my good week. I, I just literally keep thinking about like, it's so close. My bad week was I was just emotional all week for no reason. Like I was crying like all the time. Bad and like week. sometimes it had a reason. Sometimes it really did have a reason. Like I really missed my mom this week. But I was literally at work the other day and I turned to my coworkers and I go, I don't know why, but I'm about to burst into tears. Nothing happened. Nothing triggered this. Nothing in my mind happened. I just feel like I'm about to start sobbing. And I didn't start sobbing at work. I actually cried later on that day for a very valid reason. But like, yeah, I was just emotional all week. And so that gives me another reason why I'm just like excited to like get out of the Midwest and just be. Period. Be. Um, yeah. So yeah, and that's very soon. Um, yeah, I'm very excited for my New York trip. Um, it's gonna be great, jam packed. I get to see my best friend too, which is gonna yeah. be awesome. Um, and I also just get to see a bunch of people that I haven't seen in a long time, and it's gonna be great. So yeah, that's my good week and my bad week. And uh, yeah. Before we move on, that topic. Yes. Are multiple New York trips, mine and Laney's will be a separate podcast so um, already things for my trip have happened Mm -hmm. Um, we'll dive deep into that um, in the next few weeks he has some good stories I I have some good stories and hopefully uh, you come prepared with better stories because it's going to be hard to live up to (laughs) I know it is (laughs) Because even though I'm there, my like... week was very eventful <laughs> in like the span of an hour. I was gonna say, like you were only there for a for day. like a day. But my, you already yeah, had so my much day yeah. was very eventful in like the span of an hour. And I'm there for a little less than a week. So you better. I'm really hoping. Come prepared. I mean, I've got a good lineup of what yeah. I'm doing. So, so if it doesn't, I mean, Jeremy Jordan. Ugh. <laughs> Don't even get me started. Anyway. <laughs> So, as you heard in the intro today, we are going to be talking about the Dear Evan Hansen movie. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, also, shout out to Jack Davies uh, for texting me that you expect utmost pers- Persecution? Per- Persecution? Persecution? Per- Persecution? Persecution? Hold on, I need to... We're Googling this. On the spot, so you get to see our live reaction to whatever persetection is, um, if it is a thing. Really it might just be a random word. I don't know. Okay, my computer's not working. <laughs> Hold on. Pulling out the phone, Google, maybe. No? There it is. Persetection. Yeah, it's not a word. Um, <laughs> Jack, I think you meant perfection, so I'm just... Utter perfection. And that's exactly what you're going to get. Because that right there, what we just did, was perfection. Perse- so I don't even... I would stop trying, because I don't think it's, <laughs> I don't think it's a so word. I'm so curious. Wait. What? Oh, wait. Persecution. That's persecution. Oh, Never mind. Yeah. Okay, anyway. So we're talking about the Dear Evan Hansen movie today. It's a very loaded topic. Um, so let's let's just start with our feelings about Dear Evan Hansen, the Broadway musical yeah. itself. And I also want to note that Bryson and I did see this movie together. 
Yes, we saw that. We saw it together. It was kind of like, hey, you want to go see this and probably make fun, fun of, of it? it? And yeah. I'm like, yeah. So we um, sat at the very back. So we could we laugh. Could, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Ben Platt. Um, I love you. Your performance but... was great, but anyway. So yeah, the musical. The musical. Um, I. Well, we we both have seen it. Yeah. I had the I had the honor of seeing it when it came through Kansas City. Um, that's honestly a whole story. Yeah, it is. Um, to make it short and simple, my sister, for my birthday, got us tickets to go see a Dear Evan Hansen. And we got there, and we were like trying to get like our seats and everything, and the lady at the ticket booth was like, these tickets have already been sold. So um, we got scammed tickets. And so what we had to do is we had to buy two more tickets just to go see it. Um, so that was that was a time. Anyway, I I saw it and it was a beautiful musical. I absolutely love it. Obviously, there are things about it that I think you're supposed to hate. Um, but I mean. I don't have any like negative feelings towards the musical. Okay. In my opinion. Okay. Other than like Evan, his character itself is a trash person. <laughs> Alana is also a trash person in the musical. Well, yeah. But I feel like everyone in this musical is just a trash person. Yeah, I feel like Like the, in their own way though. Yeah, I feel like it'd be arguable for the parents. Like, they're decent people. Yeah, but, like, his mom is, like, working all the time, and she, like, doesn't really Jeez. care until he's, like, finally, like, breaking down, breaking down. Okay, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, okay, I saw it on Broadway, and that was also a whole story in itself. I got the tickets for the same night and a different show, and I don't... Anyway, so I... That night, I was supposed to see Spongebob, and it turns out I had my tickets for Dear Evan Hansen that night as well. Um, and I didn't realize that. So I had to see Spongebob without my friend that I was supposed to see it with. And I don't know. Long story. Anyway, it's fine. So I saw it. And I had unrealistic expectations going into it because I thought it was going to finally give me closure for my friend who had died a couple years ago. And I'm like, girl, no. That comes from within. That comes with inner therapeutic work. So I was just like, at the end of it, I was like, meh. Like, it didn't touch me as much as I thought it was going to, and I'd been listening to the music for a while, and, like, I loved it. It's still a good show. I like it. Um, but I was just like, meh. Um, so, yeah. But I I do enjoy the show. I'll listen to it from time to time. My favorite song in the show probably is a tie, like, Good For You with Sincerely Me in, like, very close second place. Which we'll get into the topic of good for you in a second. <laughs> um, that is something I'm very passionate about. But yeah, so like the musical, it's good. It's fine. Is it the best musical ever? No. No. Did it deserve to win the Tony that year? Yes. Yeah, it did. Um, will I see it again? Yeah, probably at some point in my life. When it reopens. When it, yeah. In December. Like, I don't think I'll like actively seek out a ticket to go see it unless like someone I love is playing at. Yeah. Like, I love Jordan Fisher, but I just, I don't know. Like, 
personally for me, if Andrew Barth Feldman came back... Yeah, I'd consider it. I am in love with that man. He should have played him in the movie. He should have! Because he's literally... He's like 18. Yeah. He's 19. <laughs> he's literally in college, like right now. He's like my age. It's insane to me. Anyway. Um, moving on. Yes. To our overall feelings about the movie adaptation. Guys, buckle in. The, yeah, it's going to be... Buckle your seat. Buckle your you, straps. <laughs> if you haven't seen the movie... Don't. Don't. Like, on... Uh, I literally had a friend text me the other night. She goes, my boyfriend and I are going to see Dear Evan Hansen tomorrow. And I was like, don't. I said, wait for it to come out on DVD. Yeah. I should have told her to go see it. Because this is right after she told me she watched Free Guy and turned it off within 15 minutes. So I should have told her to go see it as punishment for that situation. Yeah. But anyway, this isn't a Free Guy podcast. We'll get to that later. We can do that. But... <laughs> um. So, personally, I still somewhat enjoyed it somewhat just because it was Dear Evan Hansen um and like like it or not no matter what he looked like no matter how like Muppet like this man (laughs) (laughs) this man looked like it was it was still Ben Platt it was still Ben Platt and Ben Platt is amazing um Okay, listeners, I want you, mommy. Sorry, oh yeah. Mommies, yeah. Mommies, sorry. Mommies, sorry. <laughs> we have decided for the time being we're gonna call you mommies. Thank so, you, Jack. Thank you, Jack, for that. Um, which, by the way, he texted me and he said, um, "LOL, I just woke up from like a two-hour nap and I 100% made up a word." <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Jack. I'm so happy you're doing Camp Rock. Anyway. Yeah, Camp Rock. Um, <laughs> Camp Rock. Okay. Um, but. That he looks like a Muppet? Oh, yeah. Okay, so, mommies, I need you to close your eyes. Close your eyes. Wherever you are. But if you're driving, please don't close your eyes. So, close close your (laughs) eyes, but not if you're driving. And imagine what it would look like if Ben Platt had a Muppet-like version of himself. Oh, wait, guess what? You don't need to. Just because go you, see the movie. Just go see Dear Evan Hansen the movie, and you won't even have to imagine it. Because yeah. literally, he looks like a Muppet. So, in it, it no reminds me... Oh, no. No hate towards him. No hate. We love him. We think he's very talented. It's the, just they did the, him dirty. The anti-aging CGI that they used did him so dirty. Dirty, dirty, dirty. dirty. If any of... Uh, any Gleeks out there... Um, we'll I'm get this. We'll get this reference. Um, well, hopefully, if you've watched like the later seasons, but it literally looks like the episode where Blaine like passes out. <laughs> where he like passes out and has his daydream about everyone being puppets. Yes. And like that's the episode where they sing like "What Does the Fox Say" and. Like, no, but like all of them are puppets and they all have their individual puppets for their characters and it looks like that. Yeah. If you don't know what I'm talking about, look it up. Just look up like Glee puppet yes. episode and you'll be traumatized for the rest of your life. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's what it looked like. Um, so that, yeah, overall for me, it what? <laughs> yeah. It was bad, but I still enjoyed 
I still enjoyed it, but it was bad. Like, I wouldn't, like, want to go see it again, but if I had to, I would. Yeah. So that's just me. Your turn. I don't even know where to begin, because I want to save some stuff for later. Yeah. Um, I just was not a fan of it. I remember telling Bryson after, I will probably never watch this again. Like, <laughs> and it's not because it was that bad. It's just I have no deuce. No <laughs> I have no desire to watch it again. Yeah. Just it. I watched it. I can say I watched it. That's it. I was bored. Yeah. I was just like, this is stupid. And I love the musical. Like that's just it. And I was, I was angry. Okay, I had a vendetta against it going into it. I even when I found that they had cut Good for You and Anybody Have a Map, I was like, I'm not going to see it. And then Bryson was like, do you want to go see it? And I was like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> and so I went, and it was fine. And I don't know. It's just, in my opinion, the sacrifices they made were not worth it. Yeah. And I really, I think it would have been so, I think it would have been a different movie if Ben Platt was not Evan. And if they had included Good For You and Anybody Have a Map. Yeah, it would have been so easy to. Yeah. Speaking, speaking of the songs that they cut that leads us into our next segment about what they changed and what we would have done differently. So like oh. Lainey said, they cut probably the best song in the musical. And the most important song. And it like it definitely drives the plot. Yeah. In like the second act of the musical itself. Yeah. Um it's part of the climax. It, yeah, it is very much it's what like, starts the climax yeah. actually so I I'm I was angry like physically angry that they yeah. cut that they cut good for you and anybody have a map yeah um and they they really tried to make it they, up to us they tried they little, yeah like, like they tried it in the beginning they tried to make it up by adding in like I don't even know what to call it a it was a band arrangement yeah, no, of anybody was... have a map performed by their pet band in like a school assembly. Yeah, it was underscoring the scene. And they were like, "Yeah, that should do it." <laughs> and I, we're over here like, "No, no, where I want Amy Adams to sing this song." Yeah. So. Giselle, hello. <laughs> hello. Um. So, yeah, they changed a lot. Honestly, they cut those songs. They added new songs. Which were um, boring. Yeah, they were boring. The song for Alana was like it. It did something for me in the moment, and they didn't do anything with it after. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you. I do. I know she had a song. I do not remember what it sounded like at all, and that should tell you something. Yeah. It was so forgettable. I I remember what it's called, and it was like I. That's it. I don't. It was the anonymous ones or something. Oh. Yeah, and it was stupid. And she had a reprise and like it didn't do like it didn't do anything for me personally. There was a reprise. It was stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Um there were also just like some minor word changes, um some slight character changes that I feel like they made. Just to like not get canceled, 
I feel like. Um, in like the very beginning, sorry, I have to, here we go. In the very beginning, um, we see Evan and Jared like having like their first like conversation in the movie and Jared just like outright, he's like, yeah, I hooked up with some like hot Brazilian guy over at camp and (laughs) we were like, what? What? He's gay? (laughs) What a way to announce that. And, like, then they never talked about it again. No. Like, never talked. Like, they only kind of, they touched on it a little bit during Sincerely Me. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like they had to say that he was gay because he was making jokes about Connor and Evan being gay. Yeah. And they were like, oh, I'm gay so I can say that. But, like, no. I was talking about this with someone else the other day. Like... I get that they were trying to do some representation, but if you're going to make him gay, like, like, do why that. are you mentioning it once? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It, it just felt unnecessary, and I'm trying not to like Kinda sound make, homophobic because yeah. I'm like I'm not. Yeah. But it's just like if you're trying to give some more representation, do it for the LGBTQ plus community. Just mentioning like once, it's not. Gonna it's be not doing good. anything. Like at least, at least. Make it like his character subplot. Yeah. Like during during Alana's song, being the anonymous ones, like have him like struggle with yeah. his sexuality. Like it was that easy, and they didn't do it. It was that easy. Anyway, um, and then just some other things that they did, um, like Connor. Connor's dad being actually like a stepdad. Yeah. That was just kind of I don't know why they had to do that. Also, Evan never suffered any real consequences. Yeah. Which I, I mean, but like, does he in does he in the actual musical? Hold on. There's like I'm a, trying to remember. I have I may be jumping a little too ahead, but no, you're good. Um, I read it in an article where it's like. So, so one of the first biggest criticisms. Oh, sorry. I lied. Um, okay, sorry. The musical doesn't have him getting any accountability. Like, doesn't yeah. really have him face it, but the movie does, which I think is better. Um, yeah. Sorry. That's... I was being blasphemous. <laughs> um, again, like, I'm just really upset about Good For You. Like, it really gives his mom more depth as a character, and I yeah. feel like she didn't really have any until So Big, So Small. Which he fell asleep during. Um, during So Big So Small, I looked over at Lainey and she was literally dead asleep. Um, so that also says something. Um, so yeah, there were a lot of changes and they could have done things so much better. So much better. So much better. And that would have been so much, it would be so easy. Yeah. I, um, ugh, yeah. I'm still so angry. And I, I shouldn't be. It is a movie. Like, I yeah, should it's a, calm yeah. down. But like still yeah we're gonna take a quick break Lainey has to go potty and also Lainey forgot her glasses at home so she has been glassesless for this time being and her father is dropping off those glasses so we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back we'll see you in like two seconds a millisecond because the magic of editing okay bye anyway we're back um so we left off with like what they changed and 
how we felt about it and what we would yes. do differently. So, consensus. Consensus. They did a lot of things wrong. <laughs> um, we would have done it so much better. Mark Platt can hire us. Hire us. Um, also cast us. Hey. Um, anyway, so let's talk about Ben Platt himself, the Evan Hansen. Now, Benji! Now, I will say, he's gone on record saying that like, him being cast as Evan in this movie was solely to... I, I guess immortalize his like his portrayal of Evan which kind of sounds a little conceited yeah um, it looks a little douchey a little douchey also it doesn't help it doesn't help the fact that his dad is the producer <laughs> of the movie um however his performance was great because it's Ben Platt, and he is Evan Hansen. I mean, honestly. <laughs> Except for the way he looked. Um, and this is not any body shaming. This is CGI shaming. Yeah. Um, because and that hair, it like... was bad. He looked like a really... I don't want to say this, but like he looked like a really weird Jewish boy. Yeah, no. I, I mean, like he, I think he isn't... He, he is he Jewish. Is Jewish. Um, just the hair, number one, did not fit his face shape well, so it made him look kind of chubby. Um, like, but, like, only in the lower half of his face, which kind of, like, threw everything off. Mm -hmm. Um, and the aging CGI, the aged CGI did him so dirty. I think they tried to, like, smooth out, out his skin, and it just made him look like a wax like version of himself that's a really good way to put it or like a ben platt version of like the sophia robot you know what i'm talking about the sophia robot no i think you know what i'm talking about you have to know what i'm talking about sophia robot i'm currently you know what i'm talking about I don't actually the sophia robot it's like an ai robot of a woman and like she's been turned into all of these memes. Anyway, he look he looks like a robot or a wax figure of himself. Yeah. Um Here's the thing, like I, I wanna make I wanted to make sure I credited him for what I wanted to credit him for. Like I'm looking at his um his resume essentially, his filmography, and like I love the politician. I never finished watching the second season because it just wasn't as good as the first. I love The Politician. It's such a good show. And I also love Pitch Perfect. Like, Pitch Perfect will always hold a special place in my heart. And while Pitch Perfect is not the cinematically best movie ever, it's just... It's still a good movie. Yeah, yeah. And I grew up with Pitch Perfect. Like, it came out when I was in sixth grade. And every Friday night, I'd go over to this one girl's house, and we'd watch Pitch Perfect every week. Like, he did so good in that movie. And his Broadway credits are also, like, amazing. He yeah. was in Book of Mormon. He was in Dear Evan Hansen, obviously. Like, he originated the he role. He originated the role of Dear Evan Hansen. And I, I totally understand 
when you are making movie adaptation of something, and it's very recently after it came out, the fans are going to want the person who originated the role to do it. Yeah, because, like, he... I feel like the originator of any role is mm-hmm. always going to be the one that is talked about the most. Yeah. Because that's who everyone falls in love with. And see, the thing is, like, I remember when they announced that they were doing this movie, people were all like, okay, cool, just don't make Ben Platt Evan, because he's too old for Ev- it now. Yeah, everyone was saying, he's way too old. Yeah, and then they announced it, and they're like, oh. And see, the thing, the thing is, like, I remember when they did the prom. I saw. I was also saw the prom on Broadway, and I loved it. And I did not like the casting that they did for most of the roles. Um, for most of again, most of them were fine. But like, I would have preferred to not have James Corden as Barry Glickman. <laughs> I don't know. I love Andrew Reynolds though. I I love Andrew great. Reynolds. Um, but the one that I was like most passionate about, I was preface this, and I know this isn't a prom podcast, but I'm going to preface this by saying I think Nicole Kidman did a good job. However, mm. if you know anything about the prom, the role of Angie, which is what Nicole Kidman played, the woman who actually played her on Broadway, Angie Schwor, I think is how you say her last name, that role was written, written specifically for her. Mm-hmm. Because the whole role of Angie in the prom is that it's this chorus girl who has never had her big break and she wants her big break and whatnot. And Angie was that the person who like directed the show knew angie and said we're gonna name this character after you and i want you to play her because this is finally your big break and so since the role is literally her i was like how awesome would that be for her to play her in the movie and then it didn't happen didn't happen yeah but all that to say there are sometimes where you should cast the original cast there are sometimes where you shouldn't and i believe that the role this of Hansen was not was a person. yeah it was a time where you shouldn't have it, this <laughs> this would have been such a good time to find a nobody. Right. Say, it's the same at, it's the same deal with the Wicked movie. Yep. This is such a good show to find a teenage early 20s boy and make him a star. Take influence from West Side, the West Side Story movie with Rachel Zegler. Exactly. I mean, she was a little she was bigger before yeah but but, like now she's up there yeah so yeah also going back between like the prom and dear van hansen everyone this is probably the first movie musical that i've seen that didn't have james corden in it this just shows you that it is possible to make a movie musical without james James Corden. corden however it bombed. We don't need to talk about that. So. Are you saying that we should have had James Corden as Evan Hansen? I mean, <laughs> it would have helped. But also Cats bombed, and he was in that. That's true. Just saying. Anyway. And I think statistically the prom did bomb. <laughs> that rhymes. Prom did bomb. Anyway. It should have. Um, it was pretty good. Also, did you know that the same people who wrote the prom wrote Elf the Musical? No. <laughs> That's our take on on Ben. Just in final consensus, shouldn't have happened. It shouldn't have <laughs> happened. He's great. However, it should not have happened. Moving on to the Queen, 
Amy Adams. See, okay, here's the thing, y'all. We were talking about what we wanted to address in this episode, and Bryce was just like, we need to talk about Amy Adams. And I was like, okay. Because I love Amy Adams, and I think that she did such an amazing job. For the most part, I think she did. At some point, she irritated me, but I can't tell if that was her or the I think it. I think it was, a, I think it was character. Like, writing. That's fair. I, 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 I thought she did fine. I thought she was one of the stronger performers, for sure. Yeah. Um... I liked her as a mom. I'm like, ooh, I want you to be my mom. But yeah, I don't know. She it's a really hard role to pull off, and I think she did a really good job of showing the vulnerability of the parents and how parents struggle with suicide after their child does do that. Um, yeah, yeah. I think she did a really good job. I just wish we could have heard her sing more. That yeah, that's and. Circling back, we would have if, if they, they added, added anybody have a map. Um, so yeah, consensus consensus on Amy Adams. She was great. I wish she we could hear her sing more. So Mark Platt, why'd you cut anybody have a map? Mark Platt again, hire us. us. Um, the third character I want to talk about is Alana. Who played her again? I forgot. Amanda Stenberg. Amanda Stenberg. Rue from the Hunger Games. And I forgot the name of the character, but she was also in The Hate You Give. Yes. Um, I definitely hated her character less than I did in the Broadway musical. Um, I feel like on Broadway, her character is just kind of like only supposed to be super annoying and she doesn't have any background. Mm-hmm. And like she's just there for little vignettes. Yeah. During like <laughs> score changes, and it she's felt like, like she was a separate plot. Yeah. Um. So in the movie, when she got a song, I was kind of excited because I was like, oh, maybe they'll like dive deep into her character and like how she fits in. Then they kind of started it, and then they didn't go anywhere with it like she had this ballad and then like she wasn't in any other scenes except for like a few it's just frustrating because like I feel that a a theme of this movie is that they started so many subplots and then never finished them yeah like mentioned them once and it wasn't just like a passing once it was just like a little bit like it left you intrigued Enough, but, enough to want more, and then they didn't give like, you yeah. more. <laughs> and it's not like there's gonna be a sequel. Like, Who knows? I swear. Mark, Mark, Mark might Platt. do it. Mark might do it. Hire us to do it. <laughs> we'll do it better. Oh my gosh. We know what the people want because we are the people. We are the people. We are the people. You're. We're your demographic, Mark. Yeah. No kidding. Like. <laughs> oh my gosh. I will. Okay. This is unrelated. Not unrelated, but like something we hadn't talked about. So I'm a big, avid Big Brother fan. Um, watched this season. Um, still mad at Kylan for how he acted when he was kicked out of the house. But I love you still, Kylan. Um, anyway, um, they had this competition where whoever won got to have a screening of Dear Evan Hansen in the house. And, like, they're completely cut off from everything. If you don't know Big Brother, it's a reality TV show where they don't have any phones, TV, literally anything. They're completely disconnected and they're all living in this house together. And so... Like, they won, and they're all, like, pretending, like, they're obsessed with the show, 
and they're like picking out they're like we get to watch the dear evan hansen and it's just obvious that it's so fake and then they get to watch it and he gets to pick like three people to go with him to watch it or she does i don't remember who won and then they're just like afterwards they're like talking about it seriously and they were like, oh, it was so good. I can't believe I got to watch it before everyone else did, blah, blah, blah. And then one of them just goes, I'm just happy I got to watch a movie. I miss movies. And I was like, oh, my gosh. But it was just so obvious that they were being so fake about it. If you can look it up on YouTube, look up, like, Big Brother, Dear Evan Hansen. It was just obviously very much a product placement kind of thing. Yeah. But. So. Yeah. Moving on to... Twitter reactions. The, the best Twitter reactions that we can find. So um, there was one I found right before we started, and I was like, I can't. I was like laughing so hard, and Bryce was like, what is it? And I said, I need to wait. So I'm going to start it off with this one. Are you ready? Yeah. All you need to know about the Dear Evan Hansen movie is that he sings on the outside, always looking in, and then they show a shot of him on the inside looking out. <laughs> Tomatoes, Sean Collier of um, Pittsburgh Magazine. Rated it 3 out of 10. My advice? Wear a watch. It will allow you to confirm that time is passing and you will eventually be able to leave. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, I have. it's your turn to give some. This is a good one. Dear Van Hansen is the scariest movie of the year and the comedy and the decade. I don't even know what that means, but yes. Earlier today, science discover- scientists discovered a gay man living in a cabin on a glacier who hadn't seen another human for over 50 years, but he still definitely had an opinion on the movie of Dear Evan Hansen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, I found this one, and I do not agree with it. Um, this woman says, I'm still salty that the Dear Evan Hansen movie took out to break in a glove. Bessie, you're the only one who has an opinion. That is the only, that is, you are one. You are of, alone. You are one of one. <laughs> you know how they say, who has an opinion. you are not alone like five billion times in the show. You are not alone, but you, you are, are in your opinion. Yeah, um, if you, okay, hold up. If anyone says their favorite song is to break in a glove. You're wrong. You're sorry. wrong. I'm so sorry. Like, I never tell anyone that, but like, ugh. Um, um, I absolutely loved Will Ferrell's performance in Dear Evan Hansen. <laughs> No. And it has a picture of Ben Platt. No. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Dear Evan Hansen, producer, I'm Ben Platt's return to the role. What was I going to do? Cast someone who's not my son? Apparently, the director said it was Ben Platt or nothing. And that person said, the producer was like, what was I going to do? Cast someone who's not my son? Oh. Bernadette Peters could do Dear Evan Hansen, but Ben Platt... Ben Platt couldn't do Sunday in the park. <laughs> Another person said, I will never forgive them for cutting good for you from the Dear Evan Hansen movie. Me too, bestie. I don't know what this means. Um, watching him in Dear Evan Hansen is so funny, though. That movie is a train wreck. Not even my DILF could pull it together. I don't know what that means. There's a lot to unpack there. Hold on. They tagged someone. Let me see who they tagged. Okay, never mind. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I want to unpack that. Yep. 
I don't know. That happened. <laughs> Do you have any answer? Wait, hold on. Rewind. Maybe like her sugar daddy? Maybe, I guess. Let's go with that. Yeah. Your sugar daddy. Do you have any hints in premieres tonight? And literally the only thing funnier than Ben Platt pay- playing a 17-year-old is the fact that RuPaul once sat through the entire show thinking the main character's name was Deer. Because there is a clip from RuPaul's Drag Race where he's talking to the queens about it. And he goes, Ben Platt... I, oh, I need to find the screen cap of it. Hold on. You share something while I look for okay. the screen cap. Um... I like this one. Dear Evan Hansen, the movie, dot, 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 I have thoughts. <laughs> Don't we <laughs> all? Me too. Um... It says, and Ben, Pl- this is RuPaul said, and Ben Platt, who plays Deer, he gave everything. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Again, this, I relate to this one. There's a scene of Dear Evan Hansen where he receives an email with an 84 megabyte video file attachment. And the sad nerd and me yelled at the screen, You can't send a file that big through Gmail! <laughs> oh my god. Um, I like this one. Is Dear Van Hansen a comedy? Legit was laughing in all of the sad scenes because of Ben Platt's facial expressions and the hand movements were comedy gold. <laughs> they were! And you know what's also funny? And I hate to say this, but Bryson, I know you agree with me because we were laughing together about it. When he falls from the tree. <laughs> when he falls. He literally, like, okay, it's definitely not supposed to be funny. No, it's not. Because he's trying to end his life. Yeah. However, the shot of him falling out of the tree. Number one, it so obviously is not him. Yeah. It looks like a dummy. Yeah. Um, and the way, and he, the just way he just, like, plops, plops on the ground... I've like it reminds me of like the broken humor thing on TikTok where like you watch a piece of bread fall mm-hmm. and like it makes you burst out loud like it's that yeah yeah anyway um if you or a loved one has been subjected to the Dear Evan Hansen trailer against your will you may be entitled to financial compensation <gasps> no 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 <laughs> no offense but in the movie the character of Dear Evan Hansen should have been played by James just imagine no I yeah (laughs) (laughs) Dear Evan Hansen was a heartbreaking story about an awkward vice principal with a broken arm pursuing a relationship (laughs) with a high school girl did I watch it (laughs) okay also that's another thing we need to talk about what in the movie their relationship kind of in the movie they made it his, in fact, like, his crush on her looks so much more creepy. Yeah. Because they made it look like he was stalking her. Yeah, it definitely looked like, like he was stalking her. Because, like, okay, here's the thing. I've had crush, I like, I had crushes on guys in high school that I didn't really know, but, like, I'd see them in the hallway and I'm like, they're cute, blah, blah, blah. And, like, every time I'd see them, I'd be like, I think they're cute. But I wasn't seeking them out and yeah. staring at them for long periods of time because that's weird. Yeah, like, there was a, there was a scene, there was a scene where like I mean it was probably like during a song I'm assuming but it was just a shot of him staring at Zoe after like their jazz concert which he just went to alone just to see her and stare at her like read the room (laughs) and they also made if I could tell her creepier 
That's, yeah. They, they made that very creepy. Yeah, so I did not appreciate that. <sighs> I'll let you know if smoking a joint was... Be- I'll let you know if smoking a joint before the screening of Dear Evan Hansen was a good call. <laughs> Probably was. The unrealistic thing about Jeremy Hansen is his mom is never like, maybe we should get you into drama club, girl. (laughs) 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 Also, people keep comparing the Jeremy Hansen movie to Cats. But does Jeremy Hansen even have a single song that goes as hard as Skimbleshanks the Railway Cat? I doubt it. I like this one. Biggest laugh I've had all weeks is when a YouTube commercial said that the Dear Evan Hansen movie has 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> and you said it has 30 It has 30% right? on Rotten Tomatoes with an 88% um, like audience uh, audience like vote. Oh my gosh. Which is stupid. The Dear Evan Hansen backlash is so silly. Who among us hasn't pretended to be a high schooler and exploited a stranger's suicide in order to cl- get close to his de- deceased cute sister? Calm down. <laughs> you know, everyone does it. Oh. I think at this point, you just have to sit back and enjoy the Dear Evan Hansen. The Dear Evan Hansen was ex- expressly set up as a movie by Ben Platt's dad to get his son an award, and it's probably going to set the guy's career back like five years. Um, this guy said, Very glad that they made the Cats and Dear Evan Hansen movies so that wider audience could realize that theater kids have no taste. <laughs> I'm gonna like that right now. Hold on, wait, I need to actually just read that one second. To actually find it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, This is a really good one. I mean, literally, so it says Ben Platt says, I literally, I mean, literally, no one else can even play Dear Evan Hansen. That's why I had to be in the movie. Ben Platt's boyfriend, who also played Evan Hansen. Yes! Yes, that's true. (laughs) Yes, honey, that's so true. Which. I think we should wrap it up. I think so too. So Where are we to, at? to end, to end this, I'll leave you with a quote from the Rolling Stones article, um, titled "Why Do People Hate the Dear Evan Hansen Movie So Much?" Um, and it, the quote goes like this: "We may as well get this out of the way now. Ben Platt is 28 years old, and that's it. That's so the pod, y'all. that's the pod." Thank you so much for listening, Mollies. Yeah. Um, we so had a really fun time yeah, we did. Uh, <laughs> trashing the Dear Evan Hansen movie. Again, Ben Platt, I love you. Uh, you're super talented, but you shouldn't have been casted in that movie. Um. Anyway. If you disagree with us on anything, make sure to let us know. comment and DM us. Yeah. Don't harass us, though, because we'll block you. Yeah, I'll say will. it. I'll say it every time. Yeah. Thanks for listening, though, Mollies. Yeah, and we will see you in the next one. Yeah. Bye. Bye.